0: At the entrance. It's our new theme song Hey, hey, hey guys, it's Zach And then our have new it theme come song. right in
1: on, It's going down for real
0: It is going down for real <laughs> With <Yeah>. with, <laughs> with Coach Pat and hey. Thomas all sweaty say, jacked up. dear Matt Frazier
1: It's going down for real
0: That's it's right Perfect. <laughs> it works <laughs> All right. I
1: think was good.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Hopefully, you get a chance to listen to this before Monday, where most of you will be doing 18.4. Um, we'll try to release this. It's Friday now. We'll try to have it Friday night so everybody has it over the weekend. And maybe it helps some folks. Uh, Pat's here. Hola. And uh, so is Nika. if you here. So is So, last night, 18.4 was announced. As I predicted, <laughs> handstand walks. I've been saying it. I, I've announced it. I know people the probably forget. The only person to say it. Yeah, the only person, yeah. Uh, so it, it's an interesting workout because it's, it's one that I've never uh, completed in the time cap the time for Diane. So Diane is handstand push-ups and deadlifts.
1: Handstand push-ups and deadlifts. Say Workout, you probably haven't seen programmed very often due to the fact that 21 handstand push-ups, really 21 deadlifts and then 21 handstand push-ups is seemingly a recipe for disaster for the majority of us Yeah. in terms of necks and backs, so, but should be a good test to help us realize that we still have to do these movements, we still have to be, get better at these movements, and we can't get lazy while doing these movements.
0: So real quick, let's 21-15-9, deadlifts at 225 for the men. 155 for the ladies. 155 for the ladies, and then uh, after you do that, it's uh, two reps,
1: 21159 of and push-ups. Yeah. With a cool standard of half your forearm to knuckle, the length of that, half of that plus your height is how high your heels have to get to. And through some small amounts of testing so far, we've we've decided that the hardest part about this is actually pointing your toes in the right direction so that your heels aren't high enough. What I mean by that is if you guys are upside down, uh, generally speaking, we teach you how to be in a hollow body. Heels are together, toes are pointed, and if you do that, your heel ends up not being as high as it could be if you pointed your toes towards your face. So when you're doing these, when you're warming them up, TiVo made the point, and it's the obvious one, of you want your hands to be as wide as possible, but... Still, allow for your heels to get over that. If you are just doing extra work, you're getting those heels several inches above it, then you are doing more work than is necessarily required. And the other, the harder part about this standard, in my opinion, is you have to get your heels above that line prior to your first handstand push up. So you can't kick up, come down into the bottom of the handstand, and then kick up for your first push up. You have to kick up, make sure your heels are over, then lower and press to make that first one count so that really puts a barrier to entry on the handstand walk, which is, I think, what a lot of people are excited about doing. Yeah.
0: So after you do Diane, 21 15, nine of that stuff, then it's, uh, the deadlift goes up, and you do 21 deadlifts, and then it's uh, handstand walk, 50-foot walks, 5-foot sections. you got to start behind the line and walk your hands at least 5-foot to get a rep. Um, and then so you do 50-foot and 15 deadlifts. And then 50-foot walk, then nine deadlifts, and then another 50-foot walk to end, end the workout. Uh, I thought We're it was interesting. of ourselves at this point. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Castro uh, says most most people won't even get to the handstand walks and unless you're, like, a regional athlete.
1: Is that what he actually said? He said I saw John actually post that with Darian's comment. Yeah, that's what he said. That's, that's what, what he here. said. Wow. Yeah. So, so he's blatantly saying that I am not doing handstand
0: walks. Well, you know – I guess I was thinking he he more or less means 50% of the people aren't going to even get to the handstand walks. Is kind of how I took it. I think you exaggerated it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I I think some people will definitely get to the handstand walks. I
1: believe in John.
0: Yeah, John will get to the handstand walks. I don't believe in me. (laughs) Yeah, this workout is my absolute nightmare.
1: I love it. I just don't love 315 21 times after forty five times at two twenty five. Right. Generally speaking, that's a that's a good amount for me in my beautifully small frame.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, quick little tips: break up the deadlifts, or just go hard. If you Ooh. if you can't even lift Man. that that second weight, or if you're, I mean, if you're struggling with handstand pushups and you're going to go Rx in this workout, break up the deadlifts to give yourself a little bit of a break when you're trying the handstand push-ups?
1: These these are complementary movements, meaning that whatever you do in the deadlift, no matter how tired you are in the deadlift, the muscles that are involved in the handstand push-up are fine, meaning that you could just slaughter yourself on 21 deadlifts and you will still be fine to do a handstand push-up. That's the cool part about it. But when you're on those handstand push-ups, your first set is 21 of them, and with all things gymnastics, if you go to failure, failure, you are pretty much done. That, that will be your workout. It's a nine-minute workout, yeah. meaning like if you have to like, take a whole minute off to let your shoulders recover to get back on the wall to do handstand push-ups, you are hurting yourself badly. So from the get-go, I, depending on who, who we're talking about or anything like that, I heavily suggest splitting up those handstand push-ups. Even if you got 21 in a row, don't do it because it's not going to be in your best interest in the long term of this workout. I thought, nine yeah, I thought
0: the scaled uh, version is also interesting. Instead of handstand push-ups, it's hand release uh, pushups, and then instead of handstand walk, it is a bear, bear crawl. crawl. Yeah, and that's I that's, thought that's I a think pretty
1: Tebow's least favorite movement.
0: <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. We've uh, done movement. some bear
1: crawls and warmups. I
0: I almost think that we're gonna see some of uh, the folks that are scaled in our gym, complete this. Do you think that that that's an opportunity?
1: Ray did it this morning. I'm looking at her scorecard right now. She got to 129 reps, which was 8 of the 15 deadlifts on the second round. So, I mean, she's pretty pregnant at this point in time, and she got real close to finishing this thing up. She maybe needed another minute and a half.
0: To finish it, she did it? Okay, I got you. She did scale the whole
1: first workout at 355, and then the second workout she got to eight of the 15 deadlifts.
0: All right, and she's 20 weeks pregnant. She's crushing it. Wait, this is this is Josh's score. Oh, this is not Ray's. This is Josh's score.
1: Where's Ray's?
0: Ray did Hanson. Josh crushed it.
1: I don't. (laughs) Where's Ray's (laughs) score? I'm not sure. Oh, here it is. It was underneath it. 20 weeks pregnant. Ray got to so, eighty-nine reps, but she, she he did it RX though. Yeah. So, so, so twenty <laughs> weeks pregnant. She's doing handstand push-ups, Fantastic, Ray.
0: Yeah, and so she almost finished.
1: She almost finished Diane.
0: Diane, twenty weeks pregnant, Damn, which is nice. awesome.
1: So Josh, she's I gonna know beat you guys Tebow. Josh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Josh almost finished.
0: Yeah, Josh almost finished this. So, yeah. This scaled. So that's awesome Dude, by we'll the Martins see. at five a.m. Yeah, way to, way to a crush. That is they do judge
1: each other. I don't know if we can trust her.
0: Oh, I, I trust my, I trust wife and husband couples. Mainly because Dawn.
1: Mainly cause <laughs> <her>. <laughs> because. Somebody my wife judges me. <laughs> anyway. I'm pretty confident Kelsey would never no rep the shit
0: out of me mean, if she had the Oh, Dawn, no reps, me, no reps, like <laughs> crazy. So, all right. So that's 18-4. I think it's, it's a tough workout. It's, gonna be brutal. If you
1: guys did. Thursday's workout I heavily suggest giving yourself some time to recover not doing it today being Friday maybe doing it tomorrow on Saturday Uh, some of you guys killed yourselves on that Thursday workout with the deadlift so make sure you're in a good state not just like how you feel but your nervous system meaning you got a good night's rest before coming in here to knock out all these deadlifts a lot of deadlifts in a short amount of time If you know your back blows up on these, make sure you're getting in here and getting a good warm-up in prior to the workout starting. If you are not thoroughly warmed up before you start pulling that bar off the ground, it can be a problem.
0: Cool. Um, I'm thinking back now, 18.3. What were some of the things you saw that kind of like were what people need to work on? What I, what I noticed in kind of performance was uh, breathing through double-unders, you know? Yeah. That, and, and I noticed
1: that with myself, I think, the most. I didn't have a efficiency issue on the double-unders. I did it twice. I did it once on Saturday and once on Monday. On Saturday, I did a lot more bigger chunks on the double-unders, and I did relatively well. On Monday, I split them up every set of 20. Did 20, took a couple seconds to breathe, did another 20. Uh, this allowed me to get a little bit further, but I wasn't as winded at the end of that workout. So where I'm going with that is, for me personally, I need to improve my ability to breathe while doing the double-unders. So I can actually catch my breath while doing double-unders. Yeah. Which seems like a oxymoron. But, but.
0: I was pretty impressed with some of the folks in the gym. That uh, we had a lot of people do muscle ups.
1: Yeah, a handful of people do muscle ups that surprised me. Yeah, how many they got was was a great thing to see. Yeah,
0: I in talking to some other uh, friends of mine that are that go to other affiliates, a lot of those gyms. Both two friends of mine, only like the head coach has a has a ring muscle up, and oh, where well, my buddy got his first one after doing CrossFit for a couple years. And, and in the so, workout yeah awesome yeah so there's like so I'm pretty impressed with our gym that there's a handful of people that were able maybe more than a handful are able to do muscle up and to get through that that kind of tough workout It was, it's, it's a tough one it's a high skill right we've had some low skill one with the burpees and and squats and then that one to me is a high skill so which one did you beat me on I beat you on the low skill oh okay yeah the one, the one that took more mental toughness. though. Uh, well, it was the one that took more mental toughness
1: for less time. So there's one thing
0: I can, you can, you can learn those skills, right? It, it, uh, yeah. You can learn those skills, but can you learn? Can you learn how to be tougher mentally? I don't and know. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, so for me, that workout was. It's all about the muscle ups. If I was more efficient in the muscle ups, I would uh, have a much better. Placing and overall score. Uh, Yeah. So uh, my gymnastic skills are lacking, and that's kind of a – that's shown there for a weakness.
1: I think the uh, CrossFit kind of meme that I saw was 18.3, 14 minutes to work on your weaknesses. (laughs) So, I mean, if you were bad at double-unders, you felt it. If you were bad at overhead squats, you felt it. If you didn't have a muscle-up, you also felt it. Yeah. You got past those things, you pretty much had the rest of the workout. But – It it kind of brings back into perspective of if you want to be working on being more competitive in CrossFit, then you have to have skills. You can't just be extremely strong or extremely cardiovascularly fit or have great abs or anything like that. You have to also be able to complete and participate in the movements that are prescribed. So like this week, the handstand walk, if you get there and you don't have your handstand walk, you're going to be kicking yourself because you have a such high level of capacity for fitness, yet you just don't have a basic skill that they teach you when you're four at gymnastics class.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how our uh, gym population is. My, my does. fault on
1: not ever programming it, but I think most of us agree it's kind of dangerous to have yeah. a whole bunch of people at once start doing handstand while we did a, did we, have a we had a benchmark workout that we called shoulder down where we had you guys walk in On your feet, um, walking on your hands, doing uh, dumbbells, I'm sorry, kettlebell snatches, like hang snatches, okay and uh, box jumps. you guys remember that one? I don't. Shoulder down. I made it like two years ago for Mike Taylor because he really wanted a handstand walking workout. He was really good at that stuff.
0: Oh, I do remember Um, that.
1: But we haven't seen that one since. I think ever since having uh, some of these bigger classes, we've taken out some of the more technically challenging things like a handstand walk in the program. Now, on Saturday, you'll see some of us playing with it, but most of the time, you're not seeing many people uh, picking up and walking around on our floors in here. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, well, uh, 18.5. What movements haven't we seen yet?
1: Oh, man. Well, we haven't seen thrusters. Yeah. We haven't seen chest bars.
0: Okay, here's well, my – this is going to be the repeat workout since it's the last one. M- maybe. Maybe. So every – Every uh, workout so far for the four weeks, right. it's been a new movement, right? Yep. So. So dumbbell thruster. So dumbbell thruster, exactly. You read my mind. And Castro yeah, said yeah. that he's looking outside of the normal open, and so I would think every every week. Yeah, I'm thinking Fantasyland. Fantasyland, what's that? So
1: that was a workout. We did that. I thought long time ago we did that. Fantasyland was 2159 Fran of yeah. uh, pull ups and thrusters at 95, and then. Round two was 21 15 9 of chest to bars. I'm sorry, different rep scheme. It was a shortened rep scheme of chest to bars and a heavier thruster. And the third round was a shortened rep scheme again of a bar muscle up and heavier thruster. Yeah. So that'd
0: be pretty cool.
1: If they can't do a heavier thruster each time because of the dumbbell, they're not going to have you do like 50s for the dudes, 35s for the ladies, and then right. increase from there. So if they do a dumbbell thruster, I see that staying, but then them doing like a pull-up chest-to-bar, bar bar muscle-up type go-around complex. Yeah, they already did the bar muscle-up on 18-3, but they only really did 12. 12. And if you were like an exceptionally high-level games athlete, you did 15 or 16. You didn't finish the second round, only like two people or three people did. So it... It could still be tested. It's not completely out. But again, this year is favoring the small, cardio driven athlete hard. Like, what? What? Even this, this one, 18.4, uh, being handstand pushups and deadlifts. Like Dakota Rager, I think, won 18.3. He's 5'6, 185 pounds or some shit like that. Yeah. But he's a small dude. Who crushed that workout? This next workout—handstand pushups and deadlifts—also is like that Josh Bridges small dude workout. Yeah, short Razor arms is gonna crush it again. He's already winning the open. He's this is sealing the deal every time they throw a workout like this out for him.
0: Yeah, it's—I know it's gonna be great. Uh, so
1: overall, pretty happy with the open. Have you? I don't think I could have. Like, I could have done some squat cleans prior to eighteen two. But other than that, like, I knew handstand push-ups were coming in this week. Like, Tuesday we did them. Uh, Thursday was more pushing just just to make sure and everything like that. And we got the handstands. Now, John last <laughs> week said and kept saying the last couple of times uh, that, you know, he. what was I saying? Oh, well. John was saying last time, last week, every Thursday I've been pretty spot on with making sure you guys are going to be screwed for the next right. time, next Yeah, he, pat pat's, this, pat's right on the yesterday programming we did the heavy deadlifts, and now it's heavy deadlifts. So it's like, ah, oh, well, you know, it would have been better to do it on Wednesday, but couldn't have asked for kind of a better setup. going right. into Saturday.
0: Well, now now you know how you, how it feels. Sure, so that's the nice part about the programming. Cool. Um, I don't know. You want to that's talk it. about anything else?
1: I think that's it. If, do we get any questions? I don't think anybody asked any questions. I don't think anybody asked any Nobody questions. Nobody likes asking questions. Yeah. Guys, it is okay to ask questions, even if you're not sure. If if we're getting pretty hard on finding questions, I'm just going to start pulling out my text messages that you guys all send me throughout the week and just reading them off and reading my responses to them. And
0: I think we should call them out by name. Look at you know, this have, idiot.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Some of the questions I've been getting throughout the week from individuals are pretty awesome questions. So that might actually be what we do going forward if you just yeah. want to ask any questions, particularly.
0: I think that'd be cool. So, yeah, I think that'd be uh, good. And a- after the open, we'll start talking more of like we'll have topical stuff, right? Topical. Like topical uh, topics, we'll have to topics, discuss. themes. I meant themes. themes. Okay. Um, but like uh, what? themes like I'm thinking yeah, nutrition yeah. would be one how about uh, like just overall mindset I think yeah. some mindset stuff would be good
1: talked a little bit about the mindset last week with how to approach workouts and not to be a weenie but I don't think anybody took that to heart this last week <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, you know uh, I like some of the theory that we've talked about you and I regarding like practicing training and competing yep. uh, when looking at
1: workouts some of the classes i have heard that that talked about uh actually that's a great one john actually said that to the class during the wall ball day on wednesday the 75 wall ball okay. season, he's like, guys this is a training day not a competition day you need to go about this and how i want you to go about this is to do the best set you can possibly do first and that was john's way of describing it and kevin uh turned to me is like well i mean what would i do in competition and i my immediate response is well if you're looking at a competition workout, and you look at 75 wall balls, and you, are, you know you're not able to do 75 in a row, you have to pace it. You have to know exactly how much you can do, how few seconds you can rest to get right back on it. You have to try to stretch your fitness to the best of your ability. In training, you have to take risks to learn what you actually are capable of. Are you indeed capable of 75 wall balls in a row after doing a five or four by six tempo back squat? Chances are no, but if you try it and you find out you can, well, now you have the confidence going into a workout completely fresh, knowing that your legs will be there for you. Now, wall balls was going to be one of those movements that I thought might show up this week, and it didn't, so it's still not out of the question, but that wall ball greatly resembles the thruster. So I don't think they're gonna not do a thruster. So I don't think we're gonna see a wall ball this year. Yeah, you
0: know? I'm not sure. Um, but back to the, the what kind of John said. I heard a, a athlete get interviewed, a games athlete get interviewed, and he actually said, "You'd be surprised at how much I don't do," uh, and that's because of the way he approaches his workouts. With, sure. With you know, kind
1: of. He's talking about overall volume, though. Yeah, I know. But just like, it, instead but, of working out for six hours a day, he's working out for one to two at a very high intensity Intensity, yeah kalipa was the champion who championed that type of idea of training for a games athlete because kalipa had you know his daughter um ended up getting sick and sick a little bit and he had to take a lot of time off he didn't have the time that some of the other games athletes did to get in the gym for hours on end but he still needed to have an extremely and i'm talking like top five in the world level fitness he did that in an hour, in one hour class, he does not really warm up, he does not really do mobility in those sessions. He does that outside before he comes into the gym. Yeah. And that's just how they maximize their efficiency. So if you ever like I don't have time, it's like you do, you just might be talking too much at the gym. You might be socializing at the gym versus working at the gym. And that's completely fine. Like that's not something that's a bad thing. It's just you gotta understand what a games athlete is gonna be doing versus what a regular
0: Right. But if somebody comes in and they kind of have a mindset of or have a thought that like, oh, man, I'm not really seeing that much progress. Yeah. Uh, it could just be a mindset thing. It
1: really could be. You, you might think you're trying really hard in a workout. When in reality, you're only trying 70 percent. Like you could be actually pushing a little harder. It might yeah. be even less than you might be trying ninety percent, and you could be trying ninety five percent.
0: Yeah, intensity that's what,
1: is where the results come from. Prospect.
0: That's why I think like you and John do a great job of saying, "Hey, this is a workout to get after it." You know, right. and I've heard you say that not just to me, but I've heard you say it to other other folks sure. in the gym. Like, "Hey, come on, man, this is," or I "Lady." Think, I
1: think today is a, is a good one. The time caps a little bit aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, right hey you guys should be getting used to that with how the open workouts are going exactly it's a four-time workout eighteen four. but it's a nine-minute amrap for most of us <laughs> right nobody's getting i think we're gonna start seeing that a little bit more often
0: in our own in programming our,
1: in our programming because i like to do like three rounds for time but sometimes you guys don't really Modify accordingly, and then the training times get all screwed up. Where we got one person finishing in eight minutes, and another person finishing fourteen or something like that. So if I do like a, a ten minute three rounds for time, or an AMRAP at that point, right? You know, that might get the same kind of might get the group to move in the same direction,
0: right? With intensity. With intensity. Right. That's the key. Intensity. With intensity. Cool. Oh, we making the
1: workout last longer is not making it more intense.
0: There we have a. That's our side topic, intensity. Intensity. Get after it.
1: What what is? That's our side topic.
0: Well, just saying, this is like we have. We were gonna go over eighteen four. No, it could be a theme in the future again. But it's it's the other thing I can put in the title of this episode. I can say eighteen four and intensity. And intensity. (laughs) All right. Anyway, well, thanks, guys. Good luck on Monday. If you got
1: questions? Please ask them. We love answering questions. If you got questions pertaining to you individually, and you don't mind us talking about you individually, please let us know. We like it. It does help certain members and other people kind of learn what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, what the results they're getting out of it. Um, a lot of times we get impatient. We think that we should be improving or getting better at a certain rate, and we're not. That isn't always the case. Your goal is to learn this process, how to best make it work for you what foods work for you, what sleep patterns work for you, what time of day working out works best for you, and all these things kind of contribute to a happy and healthy lifestyle. Keep that in mind. Don't forget about that.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. See you on the whiteboard.